he didn't go for the vital or the vital organs in your shoulders. Oh my god, that is shocking. Who would have thought? Dumbass. Welcome to the Normal Nerds Podcast. It's time for our anime review part one of the week. I'm your host, Maxwell Sricia. I'm your host who doesn't think tails qualify as a superpower, Davis Bates. Yes, it's time to start out with the show we always start out with first this season, My Hero Academia. Back at it with the Class 1B, Class 1A fighting action going down. David started out. Yeah, this episode was a bit more interesting than the last fights that we had, which were, oh god, last fight was terrible. It was, just, it was bad. But this one was a little bit better. I think it's because we have much cooler quirk users on there, mainly Todoroki and Ida. And, and Tentacle, I don't know what his actual name is, but uh, the man who can create a bunch of different appendages with a, with a bunch of different like eyes and sensory type things. I think he's gross, but I do think his power is like pretty cool and worthy to be like a scouting power. I, I'm glad I was glad he was on their team because I think that makes a pretty solid team. Minus Squirrel Tail Boy, I just want to talk about it real quickly because I never Good talk up. about this with anyone. The Tail Man, who is the guy who does martial arts and has a giant tail, he was always okay in my mind, but like I really didn't think that his power belonged in Class 1A. I could see him as a Class 1B, just because he has such cool martial arts and everything, but he just has a tail. He has an overly muscular tail that, like, that's not a, that's not like a Class 1A power quirk, and I would say, I, the guy he fought, he fought actually, uh, Spiral, the guy who could like spin his arms and shit, I thought that, I thought that power was actually a lot cooler than his. And I thought that could probably have made it into, yeah, because that kid also does martial arts and stuff. That could probably made itself into class 1A for this kid, but whatever. I just want to point out that Tails are not a superpower. I, overall, this, this was a very, this is a much better fight, I thought. It's obviously just a setup fight because, of course, our heroes come in and then the other side has a leg up on them and then, but they have heart and they've trained harder, so they're gonna have a great conflict whatever uh i'm pretty sure it's just this back and forth that we're gonna see for the entire season and i can live with that just get to deku's fight already though that's what i really kind of want right now i agree with you that i just want to watch deku however with this one fight this class 1a squad minus tailman which he's a good support character you know close-up fighting is a squad like yes it is a beefed up group i was like no way class would be has a chance against Todoroki. insane ida insane this guy's got the tentacle has the sensory skills of anybody can find out where anything is at any time so i'm like these they're unstoppable but of course of course right always gonna be something they got him they got him because pony girl whatever her name is like pony but her actual hero name is like rocketta or something like that can shoot four horns so there you go gotcha guys definitely beats an ice wall Ooh, definitely a guy that can you know fire and ice spin yeah definitely that's that she wins that one yeah i thought her power was dumb as shit i wouldn't even put it in a hero course like i just i control i can shoot off two sets of horns and control them it's like cool i guess like not really like what what's your practical application for this you're like and they also said that she has to like well maintain her horns for them to stay in like good shape what if some villain just like Brings a hammer to a fight and knocks a horn off. Like, are you done? Are you done? I don't. I don't get. What if you don't file them one day or something? That's just a, a, dumb, a dumb power power. for me. I, I feel like they're gonna play her off as like the naive girl, naive girl in class one B, and you know she's like the, the little sweetheart of class one B. It's like I don't care. I don't give a shit about this. Like, get no, off. Get out of here. I thought her power was so dumb. I did kind of like Mudman's quirk though. 
Yeah, I thought that was really strong, actually. First off, I will say, have you seen Mudman, who he looks like, under his uh, his outfit? Because I didn't know he looked under his outfit, and I looked it up, I was very surprised. Yeah, I thought his outfit looked super cool. I was like, I have no idea who this guy is. Apparently, he wears that awesome helmet for a reason, because his face is creepy as balls. <laughs> he has no lips, it is just a continuous smile. Weird. Don't know how this all. I don't know how this also equates to having a mud power. I mean, but at the same time, I guess Dark Shadow there has an entire bird head, and he doesn't really do any bird things. He like he conjures up that shadow, but that's not really a bird thing. So I guess facial anything doesn't really have to relate to your quirk. It's just a weird thing <clears> in this show. But I actually thought his power was kind of cool, and I loved his outfit. I thought he had the cool. He had one of the coolest hero outfits I've seen yet in the show. That includes Deku, Bakugo, it was all theirs. I, I really Deku. liked... Deku's, well, Deku's is dumb as fuck. Yeah, it's, <laughs> du- it's so dumb. Get rid of the damn bunny hood already. Why do you still have this? Like, how many times... You, you don't even wear it, too. That's my thing. He doesn't even wear it. He just sort of has it back there. In case yeah. he wants to put it up one day. It's like, this looks terrible. I know your mom made it, and it's so nice. But dude, keep the rest of the outfit and ditch that. You've already like changed up most of the design. Get rid of it. You got the color scheme. That's all you need. Moving past all that, I guess. Though <laughs> um, I did, I did enjoy when they, I did, I did love the beginning of the fight though when Tetsu Tetsu, real steel, whatever you want to call him, Kirishima's duplicate for Class One B is just being a dumbass and smashing through the. You know what? We're not gonna wait for him to get here. We're just gonna start smashing stuff and get to them. It's like, yeah, yeah. This is why I like you so much. You're hilarious. Yeah, I love, I loved him doing that, especially how Vlad beforehand was like. Let's keep the damage to a minimum. And then he just started destroying the place. And Vlad's like, maybe he didn't hear me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, loved it. I loved it too. Cause he was just like, he's like, ah, we got to think of a good plan. They're like, oh, okay. Well, wow. Oh, okay. He wants to think. And then he's like, let's just break through to them. And they're just like, oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was it, awesome. It's semi worked. They, you know, they let everyone know where they were. So yeah. I thought that, I thought that was a, that was fun. That was all great. My man's quirk was actually very cool. I liked how it neutralized Todoroki's stuff and how he could use it against Ida. It did seem like the perfect quirk that you could use against Ida. Just if Ida has no flat footing, he can't do shit. Clearly, that's not true since Ida <laughs> just starts not needing you know solid footing anymore to do anything. I like okay. First off, Ida's yeah. quirk, the way he gets it to be stronger, is gross as fuck. Yeah, like disgusting. so gross. I know these disgusting. are like physical things and part of their body and the show tries to emphasize that but gross i did not need to see a man ripping mufflers out of his calf like you could just said you could just like said they swapped out the mufflers i don't know it looked horrible (laughs) it It looked looked real bad it just pulls it out just bleeding it's like no 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 i wanted to keep my lunch today no i uh but i did that's actually one of the things i did like a lot about this episode was not even the fighting is that i love that connection between Deku, Ida, and Todoroki, how it was all about, like, living up to, like, the limits and, like, the things that are past. So I thought the backstories were really good, especially with, like, how Deku and All Might are talking over there, and then Baku comes over, and he's like, I thought you guys, I'm keeping your secret, like, and you guys are over yeah. here noodling. So I, I liked how, like, it tossed, like, those three backstories, like, into each other really, really well, I thought. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that too. And they all, each, the three of them also, yeah, they live up to such great expectations. And yeah. the show is doing a great job of, you know, talking about that and showing it, especially with Ida. He actually, 
I mean, after Deku, who you know has to live up to, it. like he, he's gonna live up to All Might eventually. Ida kind of has to start living up to Ingenium now, since his mm-hmm. brother is pretty much done and crippled because of stain. It's just, uh, it's interesting to see how how it's actually made them stronger in ways. I do. It does crack me up now that uh, Endeavor is becoming yes. like the obsessed doting father. It's like. Answer my messages, Shoto. Is something wrong? What's going on? He's like the worried parent now. It's like, dude, dude, chill. He's probably like all of his, his like psychics are like, he's probably just in class still. You've sent him like ten messages, and he's it's been span of five seconds. <laughs> I love that. I love that because it was like I noticed at first Endeavor's like he's like ah, they, whoever showed him how to get um uh, Shoto's friend requests, and I was like. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, poor Shoto, dude. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than a parent sending you a friend request. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. You just get it, it's like, uh, okay. That's when you start yeah. making the fake accounts. How bad do you want to know that move, though? Oh my god, yeah. Yes, yes. Because he doesn't have any good fire moves. He has, we saw, um, in the movie, we saw... Actually... Todoroki doesn't really have any good moves. He just makes himself colder <laughs> or like hotter. He doesn't really do anything special with it. We haven't really seen that big explosion move that I used way back in the sports festival against Deku. Like we haven't seen oh, that yeah. again. You think about that? Yeah. yeah, that's true. That giant move, which just like exploded the field. I mean, part of that was also Deku, but all part of it was Todoroki super cooled ice or superheated ice and it causes a massive explosion. He doesn't use that anymore. And that can be a super cool power but no you just keep shooting your eyes shooting your fire and not doing it well sometimes it's like come on dude kid's got no hero name he's got no costume he's got no moves he just ruining him <laughs> he's ruining himself right now get on track with your life kid we're definitely gonna see this move probably probably next episode honestly like i can live with that i'm down yeah. with that it better be he incinerates the guy that's right in front of him that better be the move better just melt the guy's head because that's the only move I feel that this fire guy could do. Also, just a side note before we like jump off this, you know, talk about other stuff, but always love the shipping of Deku and uh <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And she's like when um whatever the breakdancing girl with the acid when she's like, Of course you would know all about him, and she's like, What no? Yes, but I, I do that on so much more heavy have like heavy handedly now. And I know you love it, yeah. (laughs) I love it. I do like that uh, girl shitting all over grape juice, too. That is great. Oh, always good. Always good. That character needs to get the shit kicked out of him. I actually can't wait to see him fight, because I want him to get his ass kicked immediately. (laughs) No, they're going to whip out something where he does something somehow. He's going to do grape rush again. It's like, no, no, (laughs) stop it, stop it, stop it. You're not effective. You're not cool. Give it up. You <laughs> wear a up. diaper in the battle, basically. <laughs> I know. And your name is Grape Juice. It doesn't oh make any God, sense. Oh my God, yes. You have nothing to do with grapes. Those aren't grapes <laughs> on your head. Could have called yourself well, Sticky Fingers. Could have called yourself, you know, I don't know, more names. That's the first one came off the top of my head. But come on! The Purple Hero? I don't know. Just do something. The Grape Juice Hero? That's so fucking stupid. So stupid. So stupid. Overall, though, was a really great episode. And next episode should be a lot of fun. I, I'm actually, yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm always, especially as I bitch about him, I'm always excited to see Todoroki fight. He is very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool if he had a costume. But let's move away from fun and oh. to deep, deep depression oh. with our other show 
uh, that we've been reviewing, which if you guys like shows that rip your soul out and make you want to just curl up in a ball and die to your eternity, David, started out. I don't want to review this show anymore. I'm done. I'm tapping out. I can't do it anymore. This is this. We got to find a new one because I, I don't want to go through this every couple episodes because this, this is what it's going to be now. This is going to be straight. We're on a straight depression slide and I know it. They're going to rip every happy moment they can away from us. Oh, so to your eternity, this was an excellent episode. It was the climax of the March arc, as I am calling it now. Nice, nice. I like that. I It was really, really good, but God damn it, why couldn't this kid make it out of here alive? Like, this entire time, we're just rooting for her to survive. The whole point was her that she was going to survive. She had one super non-ambitious goal in life, and that was just to make it to adulthood. And she can't even do that. Which is just the saddest thing on the planet, and uh, it hurt so much. Oh, it hurts so much. The the worst thing is, if you listen to our previous podcast episodes, we do mention that this is a possibility. Yeah, we knew we like I knew it. It was a possibility, but I didn't want to accept it when it was happening. Yep. It's going all the way back to the nameless boy, which I guess the show's been preparing us. Who had a heart of gold? March has a heart of gold, and you're like. You're like, maybe, maybe they'll save her. Maybe they'll save her. Especially she, she sacrifices herself for Perona, who's already a badass. And yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ra- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the rapping episode yeah. quite a bit. Yes. Also, uh, just want to point out, Perona 2 takes off the shield and you actually uses armor like it should be used. Hayase, <laughs> you dumb idiot. You fucking moron. You yeah. and your stupid shoulder pads, like they did they didn't serve you at all in this fucking You're fight, right. by the way. Because guess what? When our super cool spear decides to finally transform into a bear, you know where it hits you? Everywhere you don't have the armor, which is pretty much your entire body, dumbass. Yes. Look at that. Oh, he didn't strike you at the shoulders? <gasps> shocker. He didn't go for the vital or the vital organs in your shoulders. Oh my god, that is shocking. Who would have thought? Dumbass. Oh. Yeah, every every episode we've been saying how this show makes us hate Hayashi even more. Yeah. And obviously, this is the top of it all. She kills March, which she does kill March, yeah. Which first of all, she was aiming for Perona already. Would if Perona died, would have been pissed. But yep. March even more so, because March is just such a sweetheart. And this episode was like, hey, March died. That sucks. But you know what we're gonna do on top of that? Just keep shoving it in your face so you feel even sadder. Yep. We're going to do a solid 20 minutes of just depression for you and you're going to love it and hate it. I just, what got the one that got me the most actually was not even when she was sitting, like she went back in, like when she was made the connection with the sphere, went and saved Perona. It was when they showed her as pretty much an adult grown up there in the, in the future that never will be. And it's like, really, really you assholes are going to do this to us. Like this is what she could have had, but no, you, you fuckers. Oh yeah. Horrible. I was so Absolutely. mad when I saw that. I was like, why are you doing this to me? I don't need this in my life. No, it's hor- yeah. It starts out with like right when Perona grabs her and puts her down and she's like, Perona's like freaking out. It immediately cuts to the scene where like her and Perona first meet and oh. Perona gives her the doll oh. and she's like freaking out about it. And she's like, well, we can be a family. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing to us? <laughs> yeah, what is this? <laughs> this is advanced sadness. I know anime is like, they're super big into giving backstories like this and like sad moments to show all this shit. This one hurt. This one hurt a lot. Oh, yeah. I uh, love that. I mean, guess credit to the creators. They tried to make me cry and they, you know, I'm a grown man. I didn't cry, probably. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's, 
it was such an intense set of scenes to watch a kid who we really enjoyed die that I was like, wow, this it's something one it's it's something one of the shows that like I don't really know if I don't really know if there's any anime out there that I've watched that will have I mean, I know you have, but <laughs> that have a kid die like this and like it hurts so much. Like there's characters that die and that's sad and it hurts and they probably shouldn't have died, but man, I don't know. It just something felt different about watching a little kid who had one dream in life just have it that dream shattered in an instant. Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah, like you said, an easily accessible dream. Apparently, not for her uh, is terrible. You know how massive this scene is? Is that when Fushi Sphere Fear there whatever, turns into a bear, which we've been waiting for? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care. Yeah, like, I, I wasn't like. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't like. Yeah, like I usually would be. I was like. Uh, can you go heal the girl instead? Can you do some of your weird <laughs> spear magic and do that? Like, please, 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 please. But whatever. At least he could, like, at least the, at the very least, you know what the spear could have done? It could have freaking finished the job and killed Hayase. He just left <sighs> her terribly scarred, which is, ooh, that's great. Why didn't you just rip her head off like you should have? When Perona, like, goes to grab the broken blade there i was like yes yes kill her fuck this bitch fuck and then of course perona turns the blade on herself i'm like god damn it yep i did it did it got perona come on come what are you doing what are you doing but yeah then of course march saves her makes connection with him i like how the bear was in that like in the the dead zone there that the just because it's around the sphere i thought that was awesome then march just ran up and hugged it because she already had a connection with it too like that was awesome I thought that was a very, I thought it's a very intense, cool aspect of the sphere's power. Be able to like live in this limbo area for a little bit. I don't know. I hope March's soul is trapped there. Like the bears seems to be because the bears been there a while. I hope that's like a limbo that the sphere just continuously generates. I hope March gets to move on and not be there anymore. Who knows? I did. I did think it was, it wasn't funny, but it was like, um march's like crying face sort of thing on spears oh, face yeah. there that was like i mean that that part didn't make me feel sad but i, did, I like the, the idea of it made me feel sad but like seeing it, it was like this is a grown-ass man just biting his lip and quivering it's like mm, that's, a little, <laughs> that's a little funny that's a little funny <laughs> that scene also was uh pretty brutal on the level i hate when characters do this is when march was like i don't want to die i was like uh, of course uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. can't just accept your that. death quietly like everyone else in the world does yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh god damn, that hurts. Yeah. But it was just it was just sadness derailed on sadness on sadness on sadness. Especially like when Perona comes back to the village and March's parents are there and his her dad is just like, I should have been the one to protect her. And they're like, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. I was oh, like, God. <laughs> and then Hayase still doesn't die in the end. <sighs> Dude, when Perona had the arrow, I was like Please. When she first looked at the hand, I was like, no, nah, don't shoot her in the hand. Fucking just shoot her straight in the fucking throat. Yeah. And, she, and then like, she was going to. And then she shoots it and it hits her in the hand. And then everyone's like, you hit her. And she's like, I missed. I was like, okay, at least she was trying to kill her. At least you're going for the kill. Most anime characters don't do that. Good for you. Yes. I mean, that that also. Uh, I imagine it die. I like how it stays in line, though. That prone is such a terrible shot. Although, hitting a target from that far out. Doesn't necessarily make you a terrible shot. So I do like the way they're drawing Hayashi now with like scars up and down her face and basically no eyelids and insane. That was terrifying and very cool. Still, you know, not as good as her being dead. But yeah, that would be a better drawing is her just dead body. And she's still wearing her shoulder 
freaking armor. This th this lesson taught her nothing. You're not gonna put any armor on your front or your face. No, we're gonna stick to the shoulder armor because that worked so well the first time. When Fuchi there turned into a bear, he rocked her square in the face. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right in the face. And she did not fix this at all. She just kept yeah. it. She, she knows she's popping back up somewhere. Now they've oh, given her so sure. much detail, oh, she's coming sure. back around somewhere, and it's gonna suck. And I'm gonna hate it. Unless and I hope she the spear dies. kills her. Maybe she'll die. Maybe she die. Yeah, maybe the spear will finally finish her off. That'd be nice. But then, but now, but then we have the sphere walking off into the distance, wearing March's face, which is going to be even worse. We don't need that. We don't need that. I love the I bear. Know. Love the nameless boy. Love the wolf. We don't need March. You can just, you know, just <laughs> put put March on like deep reserve. Never use yeah, it unless yeah. like it's a do or literally die situation. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. when you should use March's face, but never before yeah. then. Next episode, though. Is gonna look looks really cool. Have you seen the watch awesome. pre yeah, for it? Yeah. Where it's like yeah, yeah. these tree things fighting him. It's like, ooh, other magic in the world that's not just the sphere. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I think it looks really cool. I think it's gonna be really interesting. Of course, he gets his third person, this old lady, which of course she's gonna have an incredibly tragic backstory of sadness and sorrow. Probably, probably. And I like to cut back one episode ago though, where she just, she just was straight up stabbing him in the stomach. That is true. That is true. <laughs> probably like a fun track. relationship. Tragic sorrow reason, and then of course she's going to be this like nice sweet old lady that we fall uh, in love with, and then two episodes later, someone's going to slit her throat. Oh yeah, don't get attached to any characters in this show. That's oh. what I've been taught. This is Game no. of Thrones for me all over again. Great. Now I just can't. I can't have an opinion about any character because they're probably going to die. Probably, especially if they have a heart of gold. One hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, you're dead. dead. You your your life expectancy is zero right now. Yes. This this series is great, Hanson. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. I love everything yeah. about it right now. Thank you, Normal Nerd Nation, for listening and maybe even watching another podcast episode. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Reddit, YouTube, and Instagram. Davis is always posting hilarious memes on there. Also, like and subscribe while you're at it. And leave a rating if you have some time. It helps people find the show.